Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. been whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Carol Baskin. Are you tired of that song or that's just me? This is a one-sided. No, I love it. Don't you? Don't you love the Carol Baskin song? It's stuck in my head, I guess. I love it. Forever. I was getting tired. I was getting tired on TikTok that you would go on and it was just everybody and their mother finding some leopard print, putting that shit on and just being like, Carol Baskin. And then people would, like, get balloons out, and they would, like, prick them filled with water. Did you see that one? It would be like, Carol Basket. I'm like, I, okay, really? Is she that much of a phenomenon? Oh, anyway. Uh, you guys, welcome to the podcast. We are back. We are live with you. This is the Hey Frage podcast. Yes! 
<laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Frazier along with Andrea Lopez. We're live right now on Periscope on Facebook, facebook.com slash HeyFrage. Start a watch party. Share this show on your page. Uh, this is a forum where we're opening it up. What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? YouTube.com. We are also live under the HeyFrage page. And Twitch. Twitch, I love you. Sometimes we get as many as 50 lonely men on Twitch. Guys, I love you all. We're trying to hit uh, 100 lonely men, but we'll take 50. 50 lonely men on Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Sarah's got her leather jacket on. We're riding hot and heavy with the star leather jacket. (laughs) We're riding dirty, all right? That is what we're doing. You guys, I am sweating like hell this morning. I don't even know why. I got to take this damn thing off. Yeah, take it off. Oh, my God. It's summer. Take it off. Age, we have so much. I'm going to take this jacket off. We've got so much to cover. I went to my first Black Lives Matter protest yesterday. I'm going to give you the entire rundown. It w- it went really well. It was super peaceful. Now, maybe that's because it was Arlington, but regardless. Anyway, there were a lot of people out and about. It was great. We, got a- we have an update on Carol Baskin. We have an update on Leah Michelle. Did you guys see all that drama? Did you see all that drama, AJ? Yeah, that was insane. And it's always crazy to me when these people get completely outed. They're like supporting of the Black Lives Matter movement. And then all of a sudden, all these people come forward and they're like, actually, actually, you're not. Can you imagine Leah Michelle saying that, that she would shit in her co-worker's uh, wig? I mean, what? She is a mess. It almost seems so fat, so crazy to me that someone would even say that. Oh, well, apparently Leah Michelle's a giant bitch. Did we see that one yeah. coming? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Did we? I mean, she was so sweet on Glee, but not really. So we'll talk about that. We have a ton to cover. Um, if you guys are just joining us, share the show right now. Good morning to Keisha. We are your hosts, as I mentioned, Sarah Frazier and Andrea Lopez. We have been delivering shows every single day, Monday through Friday, going live here on our platform. Now, yesterday, it was Blackout Tuesday, which was a nationwide movement. And I want to know everybody online. This is I want you guys to weigh in. Did you participate? That's why you were seeing a black box on your Instagram feed feed and it really I think it had the most awesome intentions I loved seeing so many people do it but then after we did it and decided we were not going to have a show the show must be paused I guess I don't know if we really did it right or not I'm happy that we didn't do a show, but I do think that the whole social media movement about putting the black squares, it got it got totally convoluted. People started using the hashtag and then it pushed back all of the really useful information. But I think it was good that we didn't do a show. I do, too. I do, too. So we were not on live yesterday. And here is my understanding. And so you guys can definitely correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I think I understand now what we were supposed to do. Now, you were supposed to hashtag Blackout Tuesday. You were not supposed to use the Black Lives Matter hashtag. So a lot of people changed that. And then my understanding is actually black uh, people and people of color were supposed to keep posting. And then white people were supposed to be muted and be listening. Right. So I think that's what we were supposed to be doing. And hopefully um, that will continue. So the black square is exactly, Danny says, what did you see? Okay, so, you know, I saw a lot of people participating, participating, and I'd actually read that 28 million people participated, which is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Did you see, by the way, Kim Zolciak, who, you you know, don't be tardy for the party, uh, the singer and from Atlanta posted one at 11 o'clock last night and people were actually completely trolling her and going, "Okay, you're tardy for the party. (laughs) And that's how you 
have to respond to that. I mean, that's perfect for her. Where's her red solo cup? She's just been getting lip fillers the entire day. They were like, girl, you're real late to this. Really? It's 11 p.m. at night. Now, <laughs> she said, by the way, so Kim says that she actually. Um, did post earlier in the day and then archived uh-huh. it because she wasn't sure if she was doing it correctly. So then she put it back out. See, this is my issue with people. Look, if you're not doing the research and you're not doing what they're asking of you, now we uh, we thought we did it wrong, but it turns out, okay, like we were listening, we were educating ourselves. But if you're that confused about it, just don't post anything. And then don't wait till 11 p.m. and then decide to post it. It took her all day to figure out she did it right. <laughs> 11 p.m. rolls around. All right, all right, let's, let's let's post it. Look, if you need a laugh today, go to Kim Zolciak's uh, Instagram oh. and look under look in the comment section. It is, I mean, people are roasting her and it is epic. It is, it's so funny. They were like, girl, you're so tardy. You're so tardy to the party. She's good at clapbacks, though. She's good at clapbacks. Is she? Clapping back. I mean, yeah, she doesn't, give, she doesn't give a one single F. You see her on her birthday? We are all in quarantine, and she, like, goes out with her husband, and she has some, like, dirt uh, milk stain on her jeans. Kim Zolciak is still breastfeeding a child? I don't know. She said she had milk stains on her pants, so I just automatically think she's still breastfeeding. I mean, she's got the tits for it. I don't know. God, that's the real story right there. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, people are saying about um, the Blackout Tuesday movement. Uh, same here. I posted the black screen with the wrong hashtag. Oh, took it down. Keisha, you're not alone. We were all there. Um, and then also Danny says, yeah, the black squares exactly. Um, and I think you're saying, Danny, that sounds right in response to the correct thing that we were supposed to do. So anyway. That was yesterday. We were happy to participate, and we did not give you a show. So we're back today. Um, we also are going to announce a really cool show that we're doing with Danny Starr tomorrow night that we want you guys to be a part of. But yesterday, AJ, I went to my first Black Lives Matter protest here in Arlington, Virginia. Yes, tell me about it. I was out there. Yes. In your hokas. She had her hokas on. Oh. She was walking. I got my okay. mask on. Yes. Be- before we do this, just give everyone a little background about hokas because I don't think we give hokas enough shine and then go into how your first your first protest was. I wish I had them around here. Hokas <laughs> are these orthopedic shoes, right? Okay, now they're orthopedic. <laughs> <laughs> They're my favorite. They're my favorite because Sarah's feet are so cute and petite, and these shoes have the thickest effing sole you've ever seen. So they look like bricks on Sarah's feet. All right, continue. Then. Now, who are my planters fasciitis friends out there? Okay, that's what these are. That's what these are. Yeah, shout out to you. If you got planters fasciitis, so do I. Raise your hand. Anyway. Hoka's okay. essentially are for people who don't want to develop planters fasciitis. How do I think I have this? I, I have no idea. Hypochondriac that okay so i buy these hokas with these massive fat soles i get my hokas on i get my mask on i head down there to protest right and i'm i'm walking in my hokas i get out there i cheer i'm yelling halfway through this though i realized i'm basically the golden girls i'm like the sophia of of chanting you know what i mean i got my orthopedic (laughs) shoes on I'm yelling a few obscenities. And then I had to hit the CVS and get my soluble fiber on the way back. I was like, this is really a <laughs> It was. Okay, I, well, I appreciate your efforts in protesting and, you know, showing face, doing the whole thing. We Like, that's what they're talking about. It's not just posting a black square. It's getting out and protesting and doing the work. But then. 
then, you know, you just had to ruin it with going to pick up your citrus cell from CVS. But I, you know what? Well, look, I mean, you know, IBS doesn't take a break. You know, we're doing the work, but IBS is also working on me, you know? I mean, I have to. I have to. I have ravaging to. your body? Yeah, That's good. Okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, here, so here was some of the scenes from yesterday's protest. My takeaway is this. It was it was very, very p- peaceful. Um, now, there was a police officer. Here was yeah. Lieutenant Washington yelling at the crowd. So, from, yeah. From the video, it looked like he was yelling. Well, things got heated at different points. So wa- so Lieutenant Washington was trying to engage in a conversation with, with some of the protesters, basically saying that he, as a black officer, speaks up. That he, if he sees injustice in his... Um, unit that he says something and he was saying some of the other guys do and that we need respectful dialogue right like some people were responding there was this really awesome woman who was yelling at the crowd i mean one guy was just yelling fuck the the cops quit your job work at mcdonald's like us then you know people were booing him and going okay well they still have a job to do so um it got like heated at times but i think here's my takeaway i thought it was great it was very, very peaceful. Some other police officers stepped in to have a dialogue, um, white, black. So it went really, really well. And then, like, at times it would go off to things such as um, they were asking about um, police having personal protective gear and why they weren't donating it to Virginia Hospital Center. I was sort of lost on that point. I'm not sure. Unless yeah. pol- police departments are stockpiling it or something. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard about that. You, the masks they were wearing, all the PPEs, they're saying they should be donated? Well, that seemed to be, like, part of the points that, that people were making. So I'm not sure if that was just, like, a random tangent or what. But anyway. Um, but no, you know what I took away from it? And I said this on my IG story yesterday. People are just craving conversation. Conversation, being heard, um, you know, crossing the line, uh you know, being open, talking to people about, I think, like getting into the weeds of it, if you will. Yep. And I was just, I was listening to uh, The Breakfast Club. That was a perfect example of an open conversation. So, yeah. So The Breakfast Club, and I'm curious like, if anybody listened to that, The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God, um, they had on Rush Limbaugh and they did an interview with Rush. And, uh, you know, I didn't think the interview was great because it seemed like everybody but all sides were really not prepared and it seemed like rush maybe just called them and wanted to do an interview but and they got a ton of shit didn't it didn't it because at one point i think Charlemagne called him russ then rush limbaugh couldn't say colin kaepernick's name correctly and i was just like okay what's you know was this like a last minute anyway that, that was strange. It, right? I mean, I kind of liked how he how he didn't say his name right. Kaepernick? And they go, it, it's Kaepernick, Rush, okay? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Colin. Um, but like- I, I, what's happening? But I think those are the things we need to start doing is having completely different sides. And we tried to have an open conversation on Monday's show, but I think that was a good example of hearing both sides. But I think they should do it again. I do too. And they they all said that at the end of the interview. And I thought it was really good because I think I, I do feel like if we are going to get people in this country to a place, both sides, because I think that you're seeing a lot of low key, um, maybe conservative people who are just staying offline, but are voting for these policies that are that are keeping people in the systemic racism system. We have to, you got, I think we have to listen. So I loved what they did. And Joe Rogan does that really well. I think Joe Rogan's amazing at that. The Breakfast Club, I think, is starting to do that. Hopefully we can do more of that on our show. I just think it it was fascinating. And they got a ton of shit for it on their, their Twitter page, which you always do when you kind of go outside the box.
so the breakfast club did yeah yeah charlemagne and the breakfast club got a ton of shit about that interview and people in the comments under the youtube video you can watch the whole interview they didn't do video with rush they just did um they audio. Didn't do video right right it was just yeah it's just a youtube video with their with their youtube thumbnail but i'm wondering why they got so much backlash i feel like these conversations need to happen Maybe they feel like, are you somewhat supporting Rush's opinion? Because they were kind of nice to him. Charlemagne usually isn't so kind with people of that, with those opinions. <laughs> isn't you this know? an odd duo? I mean, these two together, like in it a room, is. don't you want to see? I would pay to see this. I mean, I would this pay to like, see this. This is like quarantine house number 20. It's like Rush Limbaugh, Charlemagne. What's another intense? DJ Envy. I mean, I, DJ you know, I, Envy. I love DJ. DJ Envy seems so much fun. <laughs> I want to take his real estate class. I follow him online. I'm always wanting to take his real Ooh, estate class. Uh, we should. Anyway, well, no, I just think that people feel like that Rush basically promotes an agenda, right? That Rush, but mm-hmm. I think you can argue that about any, I think you can argue that about liberal voices. I think you could argue that about the Breakfast Club. I mean, anybody, I think, sometimes takes an angle and then people feel like they work that for ratings. So, yeah, that, that that's true. But Rush saying that his car has been keyed and he's experienced injustice as well in his life was actually embarrassing. I was like, he's like, well, actually, that's wrong. I my key, my car has been keyed. I have been fired nine times. I was like, okay, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Which BS in radio is like everyone is fucking fired. Like numerous. <laughs> I've been fired like five times from radio. Right, exactly. So for him to use that as a justification for saying, like, you know. But I think it got you in the mind of what a lot of Americans feel. You know, Rush said he doesn't believe in white privilege, you know. White privilege, that was, yeah. Right, and then he said, well, you know, look at the example of the Breakfast Club. You guys are all successful. I thought it was interesting. I just wish it had gone further. And then, like, once they were getting juicy, Rush was like, I wish you could do a Rush Limbaugh impression. I know. I gotta. I gotta get that one down. Yeah, he cut it off. He's like, "Well, it looks like that's all the time we have today. I'll see you guys later." Well, well, um, uh, Charlemagne, I'd love to do this again. And then, like, he just like, cut off. And then he headed on his way. Anyway, there. If you want to listen to it, it definitely. I, I think more of that has to happen, even if you disagree with it. So. Oh, I want to thank a couple sponsors, then let's talk pop culture. We'll talk Carol Baskin. We'll talk Leah Michelle. Now, apparently, there's an investigation under that YouTube family that rehomed their son. We got to talk about that. Uh, if you are looking for a wedding engagement photographer, Joff Otto is your guy. You all have seen the wedding pictures, the engagement photos that Joff did for Dan and me. Well, we are be, we're thrilled to be working with Joff, who works all around the D.C. area. Joff Otto, J-O-F-F-O-T-O.com is his website. He's a top photographer. His social media and his Instagram and Facebook is at Joff Otto, J-O-F-F-O-T-O. And he works out of Loudoun County But of course he can be anywhere He's been named as a top wedding photographer In Washingtonian Magazine The Knot, Fox 5, The Wall Street Journal And many, many others Also, $500 off wedding packages He's offering to Hey Frage listeners And $150 off engagement sessions Until the end of June You must mention Hey Frage When you inquire from his website The website again is joffauto.com We love him He's Isn't Joff amazing? 
I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Okay, I'm speaking to myself. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's incredible. We love Joff. We, we love, love Joff. He did an incredible job at your wedding, and he always makes the couples feel comfortable. That's my favorite part about Joff. He really does. Yes, absolutely. Although I need very little help. It's like, Joff, aren't we wearing too many? Aren't we? Is this like too much clothing, Joff? What do you think? Uh, Shout out to Dr. Mary, TotalDentalCare.com, uh, TotalDentalCareMD.com in Germantown, Maryland, now seeing patients. If you've got dental issues, don't wait. Dr. Mary is amazing. They have a five-star facility. Go to TotalDentalCareMD.com. Now, Mary is state-of-the-art. Everything is spa-like quality. They are uber, uber, super clean, so you don't have to worry about that. But if you've got a toothache, if you need a cap, if you've got a root canal situation going on, if your teeth are aching or sensitive gums, Mary is the woman. So go to Total Dental Care MD today. She accepts insurance. Make your appointment. Also, RNG Insurance, we absolutely love. RNGinsurance.com. David Gorman's our guy. Follow him on Instagram at David Gorman Insurance. Right now is a great time to be saving money on car insurance, life insurance. A lot of people are beginning to think about that with everything that is happening with COVID-19. Um, and they also do renter's insurance for those of us who are renting, or if you own a home, you need insurance as well. So go and see rndginsurance.com. AJ, Carol Baskin, you are doing an ode to her today on your social media background. I would really say it's an ode because I don't know how I feel about any of them, but I know that Joe Exotic is not eating any of his prison food lunch today because he's pissed. That bitch, Carol Baskin, stole my Oklahoma Zoo. My Oklahoma Zoo, yeah. So uh, I don't, I don't know, but but I thought it'd be funny just to put 
Joe up here with me. Oh my God, I love it. I wonder how Joe is doing. Does anyone know? Has he got COVID? I mean, has anyone checked on Joe Exotic? No one cares anymore. We've I, moved I was going to say something very inappropriate, and I <laughs> don't know if it's right. <laughs> Probably you should wait. Just skip it. Well, wait. Yeah, it's it's really it's, t- it's timid waters right now. I I can't even say half the things I think of. So oh, I won't. Gosh. I won't. I do, I do hope that jo- that Joe is is alive and well despite all the craziness that he did. But. Well, look, he's got no place to live when all this is done. I mean, Joe Zoo has now been awarded to Carol. So Jeff Lowe, remember how Jeff Lowe took it over? Supposedly stole it from Joe Exotic. Oh yeah. Well. And remember how I think Carol sued Joe for, I don't know, one of the numerous lawsuits that they had? Well, this is, Joe could never pay the money because he's basically in debt and now he's in jail. So they awarded the zoo that Joe Exotic and Jeff uh, Lowe had together to Carol. They had like five lawsuits going on, so I couldn't really keep count. Yeah. But this one was from years prior. Yeah, it, it, she was never awarded the $1 million that she was due. What's crazy to me is she spent $2.5 million in lawyer fees. Would you spend that much money on anything? Like, even if the payback isn't going to be that much, would you put that much in lawyer fees? Well, Carol's rich. You know, that's what we found out from the documentary, right? Like, she got a settlement from the husband of what, $5 million, $10 million or something like back in 1997? After allegedly... After she allegedly whacked him. So, you whacked know, him? <laughs> she fed him to the tigers. I'm getting yes, I yes. actually don't think Carol did it. I really... I'm being truthful. Wow. I mean, I really don't think she you did don't? it. You don't? You don't? Miss Crime Doc expert, you really don't think that she killed him? I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm sort of a five-star investigator. And she yes. just... I, I don't think she did. I think there was too many shady things going on. Like, he had all the Costa Rican ties. He had a girlfriend in Costa Rica. Was she ever investigated? I thought he took the private, the PJ, over to Costa Rica <laughs> and shacked up with his Costa Rican hottie girlfriend. But apparently, apparently, that... That private jet couldn't have even reached Costa Rica by itself. So without four trips of, to get gas. Mm, I don't know. It seemed like to me there was a lot of other things going on that they never investigated. There was know? a lot of factors. But uh, yeah, Joe is homeless. But so yeah, Joe is homeless. Um, and then wait, wait, wait. This is like a story I feel like we didn't talk about. But wasn't Joe Exotic's um, boyfriend partying with some like A-list celebrity in Hollywood that you would never imagine? It wasn't like Leonardo DiCaprio, but it was real okay, damn close. Yeah. When, I, when I tell you that it was not an A-list celebrity, oh. Sarah, okay, this <laughs> Joe Exotic's boyfriend was hanging out with Netflix's Too Hot to Handle cast member. <laughs> okay, okay. so far from yeah, I would I would consider it D list. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. Okay, that they, was they were partying. Uh, it was Too Hot to Handle. This guy is a producer, but he somehow got on the show. And they were partying it up on this boat for his birthday. A lot of people said they weren't social distancing. Apparently they were. He had a two-day-long celebration. And he would go back to dock and bring 10 people on board and then bring them back and then, and then get the new, the new flood of people. That's too much work. It's too much work for me. Joe Exotic's husband is really taking this all in. Like, he is living for this moment. He loves it. He's, that's probably the whole reason. That's what people date him for. They date Joe Exotic for drugs or fame. <laughs> for that's, that's really what it is One or the other Yeah, absolutely So Leah Michelle, We were talking about that Leah Michelle has issued an apology this morning You know, she you, she got dropped yesterday by HelloFresh This was after a co-worker of hers on Glee Came out and said the microaggression that And racism that she experienced with Leah Michelle And basically So it's Samantha Weir, right? Is the actress 
Oh, no, I'm not. I'm saying it wrong. I know. No, the Twitter name, the Twitter name threw me off, but I think you are saying it correctly. Okay, it's Samantha Weir. She was on, she's super cute. She's on, um, she was on Glee. She says that Leah Michelle made her life a living hell. Right. Now, and, and she also says at one point, yeah, Sammy Weir says, this was the tweet she put out. L-M-A-O. Remember when you made my first television gig a living hell? Because I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would, quote, shit in my wig, amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. The fuck? Who says that? Mm. Leah Michelle is a twat. <laughs> she came back with a response. What matters is that I clearly acted in ways which hurt other people. Mm -hmm. One of the most important lessons of the last few weeks is that we need to take the time to listen and learn about other people's perspectives and any role we have played or anything that we can do to help address the injustices. Yeah, yeah. Maybe let's not shit in people's wigs. She got dropped by HelloFresh. All right. Yet another person getting dropped by uh, by sponsors. But again, HelloFresh, they're they're one of the other ones that, that have everyone talking about them. They don't tolerate racism. So good for them. As a sponsor, you have to be super quick on that. You have Absolutely. to immediately pull out from the people. Yeah, because then you're immediately, you're boxed in with those people. Well, a lot of people came to Sammy's defense, too, which I also think is why it wasn't like a one-off instance. A lot of people, a lot of other, um, Naya Rivera, a lot of other cast members came forward and talked about the awful experiences they had with Leah. So, you know, it's not like it's like one-off and he's, you know, she said, she said. It sounds like obviously there was a really big issue there. Well, yeah, that's true. And Naya Rivera is the sexiest mofo. That, that's somebody I would go gay for. I'm just saying. Like, she's Oh, my stunning. God. She's so hot. Yeah, I agree. She makes me want to be a lesbian. By the way, where is Naya Rivera? Like, I was just going to say, these people, these people drop off the face of the planet. We got to find out whatever happened to Naya Rivera. Okay, wait. Because a couple years ago, she was in the news all the time. Remember, she was in this tumultuous relationship. Oh, she is so sexy. What, what has she been doing? How is Naya Rivera not the most famous woman? She's, like, so gorgeous. I know, I agree. But then, you know, I always talk about this because it bothers me from the bottom of my heart. Ben Affleck, Anna Diarmas, who is just like the new on the scene. She's been in a bunch of indie films, but now she's like fresh on the scene. She was in Knives Out. She's a breakout star. Yeah. And she decides to date Ben Affleck. I just, Baffleck, really Baffleck? After all, I, I mean, see, that's what my problem is. Like, Naya Rivera was dating someone no good for her. It's like you could have anybody. <laughs> well, Ben Affleck. Are you a fan of Ben Affleck or you don't find him hot? Baffleck? No, Sarah. I just got through saying he's a trash troll. I don't like them together. Anna Diarmas <laughs> is amazing and beautiful and she decides to go with Baffleck. I don't think Ben Affleck's that bad looking. I mean, you know, he looks like, you know, I mean, he's been ridden hard and put away wet. But I mean, that's because, <laughs> you know, you. He, the guy enjoys a few drinks. I mean, you know, he's leathery. But I think I don't. He looks like he's still in his midlife crisis from 10, 15 years ago. Well, he's Hollywood royalty and he loves to gamble. I would love to go to Vegas with Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? All right. They sure, sure. I'll sit down at a couple of <laughs> slots with Ben Affleck. Sure. Put me in there. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, that would be so great. I, and you know what? I feel like by the time we get to Hollywood, we'll also have a shot with him because he'll just be so, like, worn out. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know how, like, at first Charlie Sheen was hot and, like, unobtainable, but then. A few years ago, anyone could have gotten with him, you know? Really? <laughs> I don't, I've been watching I way too much. I would not touch 
That, now that's Charlie. somebody who should have been in the Tiger King documentary talking about he drinks tiger blood. That's I mean, why wasn't they? That's a missed opportunity. He should have been in the Tiger King doc. I have Charlie Sheen on my mind because I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So Ooh, yeah. Denise Richards is always in a custody battle with him. So that's why I, you know, I'm always thinking about him. You know, if you've got to join Real Housewives, you have to have an ongoing divorce. It just makes for more drama. Like, it's always going to be in the back burner. Yes, exactly. And Denise Richard comes on, and she gets really upset because the other women will be around her daughters, and they'll talk about threesomes. Now, you would think the daughters of Charlie Sheen, like, threesomes is like, you know, that's probably on a keychain for them, you know? That's the ABCs. That's the ABCs. But Denise says that she sheltered them so much from all of Charlie's shenanigans. I mean... (laughs) They must have a shitload of firewalls on their internet. Like, just like, Charlie up. Nothing comes up. 55 Sheen. passwords to get to Club Penguin. What do I put in now? Shit. Yeah. Sheen prostitutes. All that must be blocked, I guess, at their place. Because Denise Richards, she does. Denise Richards, come on. She's like, you guys need to stop talking about threesomes about my girl, with my girls here. It's Meanwhile, like, Denise and, uh, what's her name? The one she had a threesome with? Oh, Brandy Glanville? Oh, didn't they have, like, multiple threesomes? Well, Brandy Glanville is going to be introduced. She supposedly, Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville, had an affair. Yes. um, Like, even even though Denise is now remarried. Yeah, well, exactly. So, I mean, Denise's kids have got to just be in the know about all these things. Aren't you shocked? I mean, they're 13 and 14. Like, shouldn't they be coming out with their own line of cocaine? I mean, what are they waiting for? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if they were mine, I'd be, like, capitalizing. Girls, you're Charlie, you're Sheens. You know, like, let's introduce everyone to our own line of coke. Uh, Or porn. Uh, I don't know when they're... Less baby powder, more pure. You know, the Sheen way. (laughs) (laughs) Machine <laughs> way Oh love it Guys we're uh, trying to entertain you a bit today We're just like yeah, Trying to be silly We are we're a little bit silly But um, I do want to announce like tomorrow night 7pm here on the Hey Rage live stream We're going to do a white person AMA with Danny Starr And I'm working on getting Marcia Dyson Who I adore She's amazing She's been a longtime activist I think to talk about how racial injustice Has carried on over the years She's been protesting for years and years and years So we're going to be making that announcement We hope you can join us And we want it to be a space where people can really ask questions Like where white people can ask questions About, you know, white privilege, white fragility Look, believe me, I have so much work to do I get it. I think that it will be a really open conversation. So look for that because we're going to have a lot more details. I can't wait for that. And I really do hope Marcia Dyson comes on. Sometimes we tend to get as many people as possible and then we lose track of like what we're trying to convey, like the message. So I think Danny Starr will be the best because we have such a great relationship with her and she has so much to say. She's been super active on Instagram about this and I love seeing her. She's very open and honest like of her losing followers because of her speaking out, which blows my mind. But you You and and I, I we've lost followers since we've talked about it. But it's like, uh, we're all talking about this. It all needs to be said. And then people still have the audacity to unfollow. Not that I even literally give two shits about the numbers. But it's interesting to see how fast they fall when you start talking about things that matter. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait to talk to Danny about that because she's been very vocal about losing thousands of followers in in the past three days. So we'll get her opinion on that, uh, what she's been doing. She deals with so much, though. I mean, it's like she was talking. She had posted a picture about her pageant and how somebody got their crown their title taken away from them okay i i didn't know the story on that but i'm curious to ask her about that do you know the details 
I don't know the details, but it sounded like one of her friends that she knew that was a person of color got their that got, got their title taken away from them. And she's like, if that happened to them, I'm willing to strip my title from me, even though it was such a meaningful time in my life. So, I, yeah, I want to talk about that. Okay, yeah, I'd be curious to ask her about that, too. So, anyway, that's tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Look for more details. We're going to be putting them out on our social media. I wanted to hit this YouTube story, though, too. Uh, we talked about this woman, Micah Staffer, I believe is her last name. YouTuber, very famous YouTube person. I mean, I actually... Not that famous I didn't know who she was But she has four children Then for the past couple of years She has done this whole expose On adopting a child They adopted a boy from China Now she's gotten a ton of backlash Fabletics Which is Kate Hudson's company Dropped her as a sponsor She rehomed her four-year-old son Huxley Who has autism Well now the In Ohio Child Services has announced that they're doing an investigation because apparently the couple said that they rehomed Huxley through friends and no one has seen the child. So now, um, like DHHS is involved to try and actually figure out where the kid is and is he safe. Isn't that bananas? What the? F- okay. And first off, don't you have to go through the system to re rehome the child if you oh. adopt him? I don't think so. I think they did it privately, which maybe is the problem. What? Also, yes. this boy is so, is so cute. He's so adorable. He's such I a doll. I just don't understand. So they, you're saying they rehomed him with friends of theirs, like close friends that they know, and it was done privately. Right. They rehomed him on their own. Yeah. Now, why is everyone saying they don't know where he is? Like, they just haven't posted pictures of him? Maybe they're trying to keep it a private thing. Well, good question. I mean, it's kind of confusing because this story that was picked up is only from basically child services point of view. And they're saying that they're very aware of the story, that people have called them. They're looking into it. They're looking to go do like a home inspection to make sure that Huxley is fine. So I'm sure more details are coming out because I don't think Micah and her husband have addressed anything else, which is probably wise because uh, they're getting so much hate. Well, yeah. Is she getting canceled? I mean, I'm sure the YouTube, there's comments on it just saying, like, you use the kid for views. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. Mm. Imagine this poor kid. He's so young, he doesn't realize what's happening. But when he gets older, he's like, wow, I went through all of this before the age of, what, like, eight? Yeah, I know. And he had no control over it. None. Crazy. Anyway, so they're going to continue following the story. And yeah, I hope that, I mean, I hope they find him or if if he's fine. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I think we're all going to be getting updates and as it unfolds, but I'm oddly interested in this story and I'm not sure why. I guess I I am sure why. I'm going through the adoption process myself. So I'm just curious as to how this all happened. And it's a long process. There's paperwork. Now, are you guys still filling out? We like to get updates on your guys' whole entire experience. Yeah. Well, we just talked to adoption consultants. So we have a couple of options that we have to decide, you know, and like I said, I told you the hard part is when you adopt, you have to answer all these questions. Do you want to take a child with medical issues, with mental health issues? Do you want to take a child whose mother may have done drugs? I mean, it's a whole thing, right? So it's, you have to answer some really difficult questions and figure out what you are capable of and what you're not capable of. So, um, Our next step is basically we have to do Our confusing part is you have to do a home inspection Right Right So we're in the process at some point of probably relocating You know So it's like do you do a home inspection now Do you wait That's kind of like what we're trying to figure out So you can't really move forward till you have like a a real home and a bedroom for them And currently we live in probably like 600 square feet You know (laughs) Which I'm like you know 
Yeah, so you're, you're looking at houses, though. I mean, depending on where you guys end up, it, yeah. it'll, it'll determine everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah, of course. You know, the child needs their own bedroom. So it's like we, we have to do that part. So that's like one of the big things you have to do. But we, we'll start like you have to do background checks. You have to do financial background checks. We'll start doing all that. Okay. So anyway, and if I'm you... I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, I am too. I'm really excited. I want to adopt an infant. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm really open. See, this is the problem, okay? Yeah, I need to fill out the paperwork. I, I changed Decide my mind. prior. Yeah, do they have different boxes? It's like, check all that apply. Uh, teenager, infant, no, toddler. They do. They have all the things, and then I want to check all the boxes. And then if I don't check a box, I feel guilty. Like, let me tell you, this process is going to be a long time. Because working through the worksheets yeah. is like a whole thing. This is, this is like homework. You got to go home and fill out all the paperwork. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually insane. Oh, I'll be launching my vlog very soon. <laughs> if we've learned anything from that female, that woman, what's her name? Stafford? Stafford? Micah, Micah Stafford, I think. She'd be a great, Stafford. She'd be a great guest on this show. God, we got to get uh, her on. Yeah, I got, maybe she is. If she, We should get her the first public appearance that she makes. I mean, something tells me she'll do public 2020, interview. but, you know, I'm sure we'll be in the top five. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Sarah, it's 2020. Think big, okay? It's 2020. Oh, if 2020 has yeah. thought has taught me anything, all things are possible. All things. That's true. And also tomorrow, we are going to do regular schedule show. Yes. Yes. At 10:15 for everyone that's watching, and then tomorrow 7 p.m. Yeah. We, we double double show day tomorrow. Double show day tomorrow. Um. All right, Andrea, where can people find you? Andrea Lopez comedy Instagram TikTok. I have been posting a lot of things about the Black Lives Matter movement. So. Follow me on there for all things. Uh, I'm taking a break from all of my impressions for a little bit. I think there's more pressing matters. I haven't heard anything for Barstool, but if you want to spam them after you've donated to the right organizations, please do that. <laughs> Thanks. And there's your checklist. All right. Uh, you guys, we absolutely love you. Thank you so much. Definitely, if you get a chance today, go and review the show on iTunes. It's Hey Fresh Podcast. Search it there. Hit five stars. Tell us what you love about the show. We will be back tomorrow with double episodes. We love you guys so much. Bye, everybody. 